Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba, Bogman, and the Welsh. The On Deck Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by LineStar app, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB, and most importantly, Download the app in the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, everything you'll need in the palm of your hands to build your winning lineups from stack tools, the value tools, the lineup generator, the ownership, the chat, you name it. It is all there for baseball and all the other good sports you're looking for. So go check out the app and download the good stuff there. I'm on Twitter at BD Entrick and my co-host, as, as, once again, as he was last uh, Friday's episode, Tyler, how we doing, man? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me back again. Definitely. It was fun doing it the first time. So we might as well run it back again while Bogman slacks off in Texas. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a good time. Uh, he'll be back. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun getting a little – to mix it up a little bit here. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, we miss Bogman. But yeah. it has been fun being able to step in for a couple of days. Uh, trust me. If anybody wants to do this more than than, than us, it's Bachman. So yeah, yeah we, we got that going for sure. But usually we do a lot of, uh, you know, recap of the night and stuff. But we have 15 games. So – was there anything from tonight that or Monday night that really stood out to you? Because like I'm thinking, we got a lot to talk about for, for Tuesday. Uh, no, I'm just still crying over the walk off uh, by CJ Crown. I felt so bad for you because, like I told you, I was recording another show. I saw the Twitter alert from Humphreys saying Crone walk off homer. Sorry, Tyler. And yeah. I'm like, what? Because last thing I saw it was five to two in the ninth. And I'm like, what in the world? And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I, I text him right after, right when it happened, just going, oh man. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say what I actually text him, but yeah. At least, you, at least you got Tatis back. That was fun on Sunday. I thought of you oh. immediately. I was like, this guy's a freak. He's just unbelievable. I, I love how right away people are like, is he the best right fielder in the game? He's <laughs> <laughs> just the best player in the game. Like someone made that comment and said, I'm sorry to Mike Trout fans. And Trout's probably still the best. I, I'm not going to argue that, but. But Tatis can do, and every facet of the game is pretty ridiculous right now. I, you know, it's such an interesting converse, conversation right now because you also have Shohei. Yep, true. It's like, true. yeah. It, you know, you have Acuna, you have Shohei. Like, the, this group of players we have right now is so special. We're spoiled. We're very spoiled. Like, it's a, I was actually talking with someone different sport, but I was talking to someone the other day about golf of how it's so young now, and there's a good, like, movement in golf. And I said, baseball's doing the same thing finally. Like, it took mm-hmm. a while. But there's you can pick out a young player and like at least half the teams you're like this can be fun for a while this is gonna be yeah. good so and the farm systems like there's a lot to look forward to so that'll be great and hopefully we get to tell you guys about that for uh, the time to come here over at Line Star but let's get yeah. in to the 15 game Tuesday slate it is a doozy mm-hmm. lots of good pitching as we kind of hinted at earlier when we were chatting off air and we'll start off with Toronto at Washington on this one Alec Manoa going up against Eric Fede over under nine and a half in this one Manoa's 86 on DK. 99 on FanDuel. You get Fede is 72 on DK. He is 63 on FanDuel. Um, are you interested in Manoa or Fede tonight? Uh, I could see Manoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, yeah, he has, he's a little volatile, but uh, I could go that way. Yeah, going against a Washington team, we know that lineup's pretty uh, pretty banged up these days. So uh, you mm-hmm. can have some fun with that, especially on DK as 8,600 bucks. He's in that price range where he could potentially be an SP2 for you. Or if you want to punt pitching, 
He's got SP1 upside at a discount. So yeah. I can see that for sure. FanDuel, I'm not sure I can go 99 just because there's times with him that he's not going to six. And I know it sounds weird, but I want a guy at least I can count on a quality start, let alone more if you get that bonus over there. So For sure. Absolutely. Um, what bats are you looking for here? Because we can usually pick on Fede if we want. And, you know, Toronto's always in play. <laughs> I was going to say all of Toronto. <laughs> yeah, they're always in play. So, yeah, it's, a, it's quite the spot. Yeah. But I will say um, the usual suspects, as most know on the show. But the one caveat I'll mention is if you want to go for some discount, Corey Dickerson's back hitting like sixth. Mm-hmm. He'll come in nice and cheap. The other cheap option I'll mention is Lourdes Gurriel is um, starting to heat up again. So True. he'll be ni- he'll be nice and cheap for you as well. But yeah, other than that, play play your normal normal players. Um, I'm not sure what FanDuel is doing because I do not see Boston or the Yankees in this game. Um, it's because it's a doubleheader. FanDuel does not do doubleheaders. That is right. All right. So game two of the doubleheader. It's a 17 game. Boston and New York only on DK. Jordan Montgomery's 8400 bucks. Tanner Houck is 8300. Short game, sometimes it helps get that little pitcher bonus, complete game type stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you interested in either arm in this game with two pretty good offenses on the other side? Uh, I like Tanner. I can go that way. Uh, Yankees are scary, but they strike out a lot, and Tanner has some swing and stuff, so I could go that way. 100% on board. I've been riding him for quite a bit. He's up to 83, which kind of gives me a bummer, but um, I'm with you. The strikeout upside is tremendous. I would think you'd get five to six innings, maybe more. depends on what they want to do with him. They've kind of babied him, but even in his short stints, he's gotten a ton of strikeouts. So I'm I'm with you on that one. With that being said, uh, any any bats on either side that you're interested in in this one? Because seven innings kind of sometimes dampers that for me. It is. With seven innings on a 15-game slate, I'm probably not going here too much, except for maybe a one-off. Yeah, I'm with you. Just so many games. Yeah, it's just so many games, and it's like if it's a pitching game, maybe it's like a three to two game. You're missing out on at least one at bat to make things happen. And we joke about it that all you need is one home run. You might want that extra at bat. So yeah, we'll see there. Uh, Chicago and Cincinnati. This should be another fun one. You got Kyle Hendricks, Vladimir Gutierrez, over under nine and a half on this one. Hendricks is eighty one on DK. He's eighty seven on Fanduel. Um, that was oh, Hendricks is eighty one on DK. He is eighty three yes. on Fanduel. Uh, Gutierrez is 7K on DK. He's 87 on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try to stand in front of this uh, big red machine? Uh, there's no way I'm going to Hendricks. I, he just doesn't have the strikeout upside, and the reds are hot. Like, yeah. There's no sense to go there on a 15-game slate. I'm with you, and I, I can't do Gutierrez. Like He's shown flashes from time to time, but he's a massive pitch-to-contact pitcher, and that terrifies me in that ballpark. But it is the Cubs, so do you have interest in Gutierrez? There's no way I'm going there on FanDuel at 8.7. At 7K, I can see it, but again, it's 15 games. There's some other starters that I like around that 7K range, so I'm probably not really going there. I will say uh, I probably didn't give him his proper due. Like On DK, at least, he's put up 19 or more points in four straight starts. He's gone at least six innings, two earned runs or less. He's put up quality starts, five or more Ks in three or four. So he's starting to get it done. So on DK, like you said, at 7K, he's much more in play than I gave him credit for, especially against this Cubs team. But the one thing with this Cubs team, and you can target them a lot, they still – like they put up five runs on the bullpen, sure, but they put up a ton of runs in Miami. They're mm-hmm. going to have nights where they do it. And in that ballpark, that lively ballpark, they could play party pooper on this situation. I, so, absolutely. Uh, uh, what bats do you like in this one? Uh, I mean – 
It's that good old great American small park. So I'll take anything there. Uh, but I do like, uh, if I'm going to stack, I'll probably more so stack the Cubs um, and then probably pay up at some pitching. Uh, just Cubs are kind of cheap. Um, and I don't really love stacking against Hendricks. That's the big problem. I'm glad you mentioned that because as much as he's not striking a ton of guys out usually, he usually doesn't get shelled either. So on a 15-game slate especially, you want your mm-hmm. stack to really go off. Um, and the Reds put up 12 on our 14, I think, by the, the final count on yeah. Monday. But, uh, man, it, it's tough. The other thing is it's like if I'm stacking a pitcher or against a pitcher, I kind of like them to walk guys because yeah. it just puts more people on base. Whereas Hendricks is walking 1.7, you know, per nine. Yeah. It's, you know, he's not giving the free passes. Gutierrez at least is. He's walking three, three per nine. Yeah. That's why the Cubs are interesting because, like, he's been good his last four, like I mentioned, strikeouts are up. But prior to that, wasn't a big strikeout guy, a lot of pitch to contact, lots of walks. So you get himself in trouble and, you know, two walks and a blast. And here you go. Like, things are starting to get fishy. And as much as the Cubs struggle, they have some pop in that lineup. It's like Schwindel's cheap. Yeah. And he's hitting everything hard. Ortega will be in the leading off again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Torino's a catcher is a cheap catcher if you need. Like, yeah. there's, op- there's options in this team. Like, and you said they're super affordable. So it's one of those. If you want two pay up pitchers or you want an expensive Coors mm-hmm. stack or something, you could do it. You you can have a five man Cub stack and have it be like 10K. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. And leave you all of your money to do whatever you want with the rest of your lineup. <laughs> yeah. like, and just it, and then like I tell people, because some like I stack the Marlins a lot or for a while, stack on the Pirates or whatever. Mm. Like you're crazy. They stink, they stink. And then that night they go off like, oh, I get it now. I'm like, yes, you're playing GPPs to hopefully win like once a month, basically, like the big one. Yeah. Like, in, unless you just like want to min cash, that's fine. But if you want to win the tournament, you need to play stuff once in a while, like the Cubs in Great American Small Park against a guy that can get into trouble from time to time. Absolutely. That's what you're looking for. Especially if you want to play a chalky stack with your other yep. stack. You know, like you, you need to mix in a couple lower lower uh, owned guys. And that's what uh, we were talking with Roland about uh, on la- in yesterday's episode is uh, you can make these stacks. And like we talk about chalk plays, avoiding chalk. You don't have to avoid the chalk. You just got to be different in a couple spots. That's all it takes, and, and it'll make you. And then, like, that's where the Cubs, the Pirates, the Marlins. Like, I played three Mar- three man Marlins stack on on Monday night. Brinson was like four percent owned. Uh, Jesus Sanchez was back hitting cleanup, less than two percent owned. And Aguilar was like six percent owned. Did it work? No. But if that were to go off, my goodness, like that. And they're the two, three, four hitters. Oh, so for Friday's show, we were talking about going yeah, to Marlins, and, and they, they went, went bananas. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I almost texted you. I was like, "Did you play them? Please tell me you played them." Because <laughs> I, I only had like one offs here and there. I'm like, I didn't even stack them. I'm an idiot. Like, I, I, like, I was. I think I had one or two of them, and the other. I think maybe I had them with Toronto or something. No, the, uh, the and the other it. stack didn't come through. That's yeah. always the worst feeling. You're like, they finally go off, and then yeah, there's that. So yeah, it happens. Uh, next yep. game on the evening: Braves at the Marlins. Speaking of those pesky, pesky Marlins. We have Huascar Yanoa coming back from the IL against Sandy Alcantara. Over under of eight. Alcantara is 98 on DK. He's 86 on FanDuel. Yanoa is 73 on DK. He's 64 on FanDuel. Um, Sandy's price on, on FanDuel is very enticing. I love Yanoa's price on both sides. Like he's ramped up. He pitched great in his rehab. He should go for at least 90 pitches, I believe, if not more. Like I think this is a great price tag. Yeah. He uh he went for 83 in his last rehab start. So, I mean, 
he could easily push a hundred here. And at 73, he's actually the guy that I was thinking about when uh, I said, I don't think I'd go to Gutierrez because mm -hmm. there's other guys in this price range. I like, yeah, I like him a lot. He's got strikeout upside as much as we just talked about liking the Marlins. And Hey, if you want to stack against, you know, that's fine too. The reason I had some, some Marlins on Monday is Toussaint was the chalk of the chalk. So I'm like, yeah. okay, put a small one there. You know, it could be popular. Like that's very possible because team people like to go against the Marlins and the Cubs, the teams yep. we mentioned. Um, but I, I like you know at this price point, especially on DK at seventy three. Um, interest in either side of the bat here because Alcantara is a pretty good pitcher too. This kind of feels like a game where it's like might be for the pitchers. I don't know. Yeah, probably not here too much. Um, like you said, if you know is chalky, which there's a very good chance that he is. A couple Miami stacks might be nice just for some leverage. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I'm probably staying away. Uh, over and under of eight is one of the lowest on the slate too. Yep. And I'm not really trying to force it. Yeah. 15 games. There's a ton of places to go. So you, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't have to get too cute if you don't want to. Um, if you do use the Marlins, what I will say, not just cause he had a home run on Monday, Jazz Chisholm's back and he's heating up. He had a big weekend also. And yeah. He's still cheap because they still have this like IL price basically. So yeah. en enjoy that one while you can. That's um, another one of those young, exciting players we were talking about. Yep. Bingo. Yep. Another team. The Marlins have a lot of them, actually. Like, whew, they do. Pitching staff alone. Um, Baltimore at Tampa Bay on this one. John Means, Drew Rasmussen, over under eight and a half. I honestly think this totals too low. Um, Means is 93 on DK. He's 85 on FanDuel. Rasmussen's 59 and 56. Shouldn't be too long for this game in typical Tampa Bay fashion. Mm -hmm. um, are you interested in either pitcher here? Or are you interested in kind of attacking these pitchers? Because I think there should be some offense in this game. Uh, I would absolutely attack means. Um, Rasmussen's tough because he's a decent pitcher. He's just not going to go too far in. Mm -hmm. And Tampa's bullpen's kind of hit or miss. Yep. Yep. It's always hard. And I've, I've said this before is like, even on Monday, I love the idea of, yeah, they're opening with McHugh, who's been good, mm -hmm. and attack, but attacking Fleming's been like a gold, like gold mine of late. But yeah. you don't know how that's going to play out. Like, like attacking games with openers with your stacks is so complicated because you don't yeah. know. And then it's does this guy go two, two, and then it's bullpen where they're playing matchups the whole time. And so, Rasmussen's a little more than an opener because he's thrown fifty pitches the last couple games. Mm -hmm. You know, so he could go three, four into it instead of just one, two. Yeah. It, it, it'll, it's going to be tricky, so it does kind of lower Baltimore for me, but I will definitely have some Tampa Bay with, like, the Rosarinos of the world and company yes. going up against John Means. Anybody stand out for you in a big way there with Tampa Bay? Uh, with Tampa Bay, I mean, Rosarena, Franco's hot. I'll always go to Cruz. Yep. Cruz um, versus the lefty is always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So it could be a fun stack, and Tampa Bay kind of gets forgotten about for the most part. They're actually popular against Matt Harvey on Monday. I'll say mm -hmm. that much. But I think on this slate with means who people kind of still respect a little bit, might get a little less ownership for it. Yeah, and Kiermaier is always interesting too. Yes, He's got Kiermaier. some pop in that bat, and he's cheap. Kiermaier is interesting. And then, oh, the one that we mentioned last night also. Well, we mentioned Brett Phillips, and he went yards. That was fun. But um, with especially the lefty on the mound, Mike Zunino. Play yeah. Mike Zunino. Like that's the yeah. one thing he does is mash lefties and strike out four times a game. So yep. um have have fun with that one. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the Detroit Tigers. Dylan Bundy, who's actually looked decent of late, 
against Casey Mize, over under of nine and a half on this one. Mize is 64 on DK, 76 on Fanduel. Bundy is 6K on DK, he's 73 on Fanduel. Any um any interest in either pitcher in this game? No interest in either pitcher, and I would stack both teams. Yeah, stack both teams. I like it. Uh, any bats in particular you're looking to target against these two pitchers? Uh, I would rather go to the Detroit side, and I mean, I always love going with Eric Haas. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Let me. Candelario uh, swinging it really well. Candelario still hot. Shoot Grossman. I mean, they just have a bunch of guys that are either strikeout or home run. Yep. Yep. They're, they're very, very good at that. And they're always cheap too. Always yeah. very, very cheap, no matter who they're facing. And we know Dylan Bundy, like he's like, I kind of said he's pitched better of late, but you look at it and it's like, it's the literal tightrope walk. So yeah. you're, you're, you're waiting for that long ball like pattern to come back again. So what better night than against Detroit on a 15 game slate where no one wants to play them. That sounds like yep. a great time to me. Um, I mean, too. It's perfect. It's the, it's the perfect storm. Milwaukee at St. Louis on this one. We have Corbin Burns, Adam Wainwright, over-under of seven. Absolute beauty here. Corbin Burns, 10-2 on DK. He's 11-6 on Fandle. Wainwright is 9K on DK, 96 on Fandle. I like both pitchers in this game. I just I, I, hope, I hope it's the pitching duel it should be. Uh, agreed. I do like Burns quite a bit more than Wainwright, though. Yeah, that's very fair. It's very, very fair. Would you be interested in using any bats against either pitcher, or is it strictly let's watch the pitchers and not be too cute on this slate? Yeah, I'm probably not going to get too cute on this yeah. one. If I am going to, it would be Milwaukee bats just because they've been so hot. Yeah, they, they are sneaky hot. I respect Wainwright, what he's been doing. And the one thing I, I like oh. about Wainwright is to many, he's the old guy, which is fair because he is. But <laughs> – um, He's still priced up with like the elite pitchers, and he's mm-hmm. very, very good. So he always comes in on the round. Yeah. And that's one of those kind of literally, you can do that. You can play whatever chalk stack you want. And yeah. You're, and you're fine. So, absolutely. And that's kind of the angle I like using Wayno for. If I really want to like put a Toronto and something in Coors or something, say, screw it. I'm just playing these guys. Yeah. Throwing a Wayno makes it happen. So that's the angle there. Yeah. Seattle at Texas in this one. Tyler Anderson versus Taylor Hearn. Over under of nine. Two lefties in this one that might not be too pretty, but we'll see. Anderson 79 on DK, 74 on FanDuel. Hearn is 47 on DK, 55 on FanDuel. Shouldn't be too long for this game. Um, Texas has been abysmal. So Tyler Anderson, I could see being interesting, but I think there's better options there. Are you interested in either pitcher? No, not going to either pitcher. Um, Anderson has been pitching okay, but. He doesn't get laid enough in games for 7.9 and his low K rate. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, what bats do you like in this one? Because uh, Seattle going up against Hearn and then a very bad Texas bullpen seems kind of intriguing. Yeah, I uh, I am absolutely down with some Seattle. Um, I mean, all the usual suspects. Their problem is you can't do a very big stack with Seattle. Yep. You know, you can do a two or three. I don't want to go four or five. Yep. That's the tricky part. Like, you know, I like Floro because he switch hits. That's great. I like Seager because he actually smashes lefties and no mm-hmm. one plays him. Uh, but then after that, it's like you can go Ty France if you want. Yeah. Um, and I like France. I like France too. Mitch Hanniger is good, but he's so darn expensive for his inconsistency, yeah. which makes it annoying. Um, Dylan Moore is not good. 
And then the only other caveat I'll say out there, because he's starting to swing and he's done it against lefties of late, is Jared Kalenic still very yep. cheap. <laughs> like, and he's starting to he's starting to show that production. That you know, we joke forever that hey, just because he didn't do it the first two weeks, he's young. The pedigree's there. He's starting to get going, and he's done yeah. against lefties, and he's super cheap. Yes, so. two point four on uh, Fanduel, and was what is he on DK? Uh, I got it right here. He is a whopping. Where is my outfielder, Jared? 2.5. Yeah, there you go, 2.5. Just got there. Yeah, that's a ridiculously good price tag that'll help. Like that, That's where Seattle kind of pays off for you, for that yep. cheap aspect there. So I don't mind some of those. That's for darn sure. Oakland at the Chicago White Sox. Another fun one here. Chris Bassett going up against Ronaldo Lopez, over under of nine. Bassett's 91 on DK. He is 10-3 on FanDuel. Uh, Renato Lopez is 52 on TK, 6K on Fandle. Not sure how long Lopez will go. They've been using him as a long man. Pitched very well in that role. Back to the rotation for the time being with Rodon on the IL. I love Bassett, especially on DK at 91, though. Yeah, on DK is in a great spot. His K rate has been better lately. I mean, he, he's been pitching unbelievable all year. Yeah, he's been absolutely great. Um, are you looking to maybe attack Ronaldo Lopez in this little uh, jaunt here with the A's bats? Like a Chapman who's on fire, maybe some Starling Marte, or are you just kind of passing on this one too? I might kind of pass on it. I could have a little bit, but nothing huge. Um, the one thing I will say is I wouldn't mind some White Sox bats if Bassett is pretty high owned. He should be on DK probably at his price tag, I think. Yeah, and that's exactly why I said it, just because, I mean, White Sox can hit anybody. Yeah. They have enough offense to, to do it. Yeah, and that's a good point because that's the beauty of, like, we talk about the Marlins and stuff. That's fun and all, but we actually know the White Sox can hit everybody. Like, yeah. that's the thing they do. So um, and, that, that's a good point. And that's the thing is with a 15-game slate, like, you need the team that's going to put up 10, 12, 15 runs. You know, like, yeah, Detroit's in a good spot, but, like, they're not going to get to 15. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> or, there. Very rarely they'll get there. Well, yeah, if like you're using Detroit or like, I keep saying Miami, but like you need to get the guys that hit home runs, not the guy that yeah. goes two for four with two singles and a run scored. Like you mm-hmm. need the bot, the bat. Sure, like the White Sox, you could do a five man stack and you wouldn't be shocked if sure. you get three home runs, two doubles. Like you just get up yeah. the whole cha cha. Yeah, um, a stolen base and 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 Bassett's been so good lately. Like I hate to be the pessimist. It's almost like you feel that other shoe's gonna drop for a start. It's just do because every every pitcher has a bad start or two. Yeah. And I don't want it to. Like I want to use him at 91, but it kind of has that feeling to it too. Like it's coming. Like like they took care of Montas tonight. Like he didn't get shelled, but he struggled. He struggled a lot. Yeah. He's been pitching great. So anything's possible. I'm with you on that one. Uh Bassett has been in the perfect lineup nine of fifth his last fifteen starts. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. is insane. I know he's been good, but that's just well. To be fair, it's because they did, he gets priced too cheap. Like, oh yeah, for what he's doing, yeah. he's like you just have to play him. That's like that's one of those good chalk pieces. Just play him and see what happens. Yeah. So I'm with you there. So we'll see how that one plays out. But I don't mind the uh, the angle of maybe going with some White Sox there as well. Uh, Houston Astros at the Kansas City Royals over under of nine and a half between Framber Valdez and Daniel Lynch. Valdez is 10K on DK. He's only 97 on FanDuel. You got Lynch at 56 on DK, 6K on FanDuel. Um, Framber's been a headache of late. He's been productive, but he's been a headache. Are you going to go to him against the Royals here? Um, At 10K, probably not. Because mm-hmm. I I can't take 
him over Burns, and then I would rather pay down to go to Wayno or uh, Bassett. Yeah, I'm with you there. What about on Fanduel though at 97? Still probably not. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Because the thing with him is I love Framber as a pitcher, but right now he's going through one of his I have to walk five guys a game modes. Yeah. And that, that shortens his outings. It just it, it does so many bad things. So um and, and these Royals, they were pesky again on Monday night. Like between Salvi and Wit, Wit's very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting some of these guys that they're doing just enough to make life difficult type situation. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we are in agreement. Houston's in play against Lynch. Absolutely. I'm interested in either. Like, what bats are you interested in in this game? Uh, Alvarez always. Yep. Um, man, they are cheap on Fanduel. Yeah, very cheap on Fanduel. They should be That's, very popular on Fanduel. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be super chalky on Fanduel. Yeah. Um, on Fanduel, I like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they all check the box. Yeah. Uh. On DK, they're yeah. pricey. They're much more pricey. They are, but the, uh, the one I'll mention, Aledemus Diaz, he went deep. Yep. He went deep on Monday. He's thirty three hundred on on DK. He loves hitting himself a lefty. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the cheaper ones I look at for sure. But um, yeah, Jordan, he's in play. You might get a cheap McCormick or uh, Jack Mayers in there because Kyle Tucker's out also. So. Yep. That, yeah. That's an angle to look at, but Fandula, I just looked at their prices. My goodness. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that crazy. is unbelievable. That was like the Yankees last year when I was recording with Joe. The Yankees are so cheap every day. It's like Fandula begged you to play them. It was hilarious. I, yeah, I mean, the the problem is you make the five-man stack with Houston, and then you're going to be paying with one of the highest pay, one of the the burns or something like that with everybody else. Yep, it's going to be very, you know, very popular build. It's like that that stacks everybody's gonna have it yep they should they should because yeah. it makes too much sense but if you want to win the whole thing you might want to mix that up a bit that's for sure yeah i mean that's the thing is that i i'm trying to win the lineups yep. or win the nights that don't go nuts yep i'm with you there that's you that, know that's the hard part in this era and these 15 game slates like there's so much offense now <laughs> it's like it's it, yeah. like the, it was last week i think we were seeing scores in the like good 200 ranges it was mm-hmm. like my goodness is this nba what are we doing yeah. here this is nuts uh cleveland at minnesota eli morgan versus bailey ober over under nine and a half talking about a lot of offense here ober 69 on dk he's 72 on Fanduel. uh morgan is 68 on both sites are you taking a gamble on a pitcher here we're we going more bats in this one i am definitely not going pitchers yeah i'm uh, i'm excited to lose more money with cleveland i'll tell you that much you know, I've been playing him so much lately. Yeah, it's another great spot. Ober love giving up five balls. J-Ram let me down on Monday. It's just another great spot. Um, so uh, much so much to like in that offense. I will say, though, that it does look like the wind is blowing in at uh, 11 miles an hour. Well, that'll make things a little bit more interesting. So that's good. if that's the case, I may not be getting too many bats in this game. If that's the case, yeah, I'm, I won't get too cute. I'll watch the weather, though, because the one – like, I don't think I'll be stack this game with the other options we have, but the one-off I will mention, Max Kepler is on fire right now. And, and it does look like it's forward. 90 degrees. So that takes away the 11 miles an hour. Well, there we go. There we go. So, um, yeah, Max Kepler would be a guy mm-hmm. I'd be looking at for me. Yeah. And that's another really cheap stack uh-huh. on both sides. Yep. 
there's a handful of them tonight that'll allow for the Jays for the next game we're going to talk about and some of yeah. the other ones to uh, to really load up on things tonight. Mm-hmm. So, it sure burns with the party. Um, San Diego, Colorado, Coors Field special. No total yet on this game because Colorado keeps or San Diego keeps changing their pitcher. It's like the third different one I've seen so far. Might um, be the gas can. Is it going to be him? It might be. Oh, no. Wednesday's Arietta. Is it Wednesday, Arietta? Yeah, that was the news I saw. Okay. I, I like how I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday's Arietta. Because I literally tweeted out this morning when there was rumors. I'm like, oh, please tell me they put him in Coors Field. And then later in the day, reports are the deal is almost done and he's penciled in for Wednesday. I'm like, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Like, we're going to get Arietta and Heaney on the same day. Absolutely beautiful. But that's for the over under is going to be 15. Yeah, it's going to be freaking amazing. <laughs> but um, for Colorado, we do know Herman Marquez is pitching. Yes. He's 71 on DK, he's 84 on Fandle. I've used Marquez a ton in Coors Field this year. I don't even, on a slate like this, I don't even want to go against him, against the Padres with him on this one. I, I would absolutely take him. He's been. I don't know why, but he pitches better at home. He's like 71 on DK is not bad now that I think about it. He's 7,100 on DK. Yeah. San Diego is going to be popular, and they have not been able to hit anything except for Tatis. True. That's a good point. Like The more I think about it, I saw his price tag. I'm like 71 on DK. We just talked about Gutierrez for crying out loud. I'd rather take my chance with a guy like Marquez with that track Absolutely. record. So you got that going, and he'll be super low. And that's why I've been playing him a ton this year. No one plays him in Coors Field. You know, honestly, on FanDuel at 84 – that's quite intriguing for a discount arm if you want to pay up for bats. Say you don't want to use yeah. Houston or whatever it was. Like that's an intriguing way to go with Herman Marquez. No one owns him. Then you can go play whoever you want. Go play Toronto. Mm-hmm. Go play whatever. He'd be fine. Yeah. So um, what bats are you looking for here? Because Fandle doesn't have a pitcher. DK had um, what was his name here? Uh Chris Matt. I've never even heard of Nabil Chris Matt. I have never <laughs> heard of this man in my life. Through two innings. Has something up yet? Yeah, they had someone else earlier today, and now I'm seeing Chris Matt. And there's no total, so that means there's no official pitcher yet. Yeah, uh, MLB site says probable or TBD. So, so um, we'll wait and see. It's probably a bullpen. It's going to be a bullpen like. game. Yeah. yeah. So it makes Colorado quite interesting, and they're always affordable on DK, Connor, Joe, Sam Hilliard. Um, you know, they've had your Rogers, your. McMahon's still not too bad. Blackman mm-hmm. went deep. I think I'll be back on Colorado. I don't know about you. I will too. Yeah. That <laughs> pained you to say that, didn't that you? That hurt. <laughs> I'm not even watching the feed right now because I'm looking at the other and I heard that pain in your voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was not an easy one. But, hurt. Uh, they're, they're in a good spot with who knows who San Diego's pitching. Yep. It's a, it's a tough one. So. Yep, usual Colorado Coors Field situation, folks. Go get some. Uh, Philadelphia at Arizona, Kyle Gibson versus Caleb Smith. That one we're still waiting on total because Caleb Smith's coming back to make that start. Mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson's 85 on DK. He's 89 on FanDuel. Caleb Smith is 66 on DK. He has not established a price yet on FanDuel. So um, Gibson's been pitching really well. I think this is a very intriguing SP2 on DK possibility. Not so much on Fandle. I think I'd rather go play Marquez at 84 if I want the discount, but I think Gibson's yeah. a play on DK for me. What about you? Uh, I agree. Uh, I probably won't get to too much Gibson. Um, again, he's just at 84 or 89. Um, he's just a little bit too high with some guys that I like that might be cheaper, like uh, 
who is it? Atlanta's pitcher. Uh, you know, yeah. with your boy Webb. Yeah, I can't know. wait. That's good. I'm gonna have way too much Webb tonight. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, <laughs> like you have Alec Manoa's on DK. He's a hundred dollars more than Gibson. Yep. Like I'll take Manoa in that battle. Exactly so. there too, and that that's the whole reason I'm probably not gonna get too many. I mean, you're looking at a K rate where his is around what 16, oh, 19, you know, and the other guys are mid twenties with their K rate. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. That's uh, that is the downside. So probably no Kyle Gibson this evening. But are you interested in bats on either side of this one? Because Gibson, sure, he's been good, but he can be hit, and Caleb Smith is a uh, home run king. Yes, and. Texas can get sneaky with a couple home runs. Yeah. Um, I could do a small stack with Texas in Philadelphia. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Philadelphia is Arizona. So, yeah. Um, I'm uh, Kutch, Segura. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. He got traded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, know. I, I don't know why, but he got traded. But, um, um, but yes, Harper, I could do a uh, Philadelphia stack for sure. No, I'm with you on that one. And another, another one of the probably come under the radar. So, Two more games before we get to the final two games on this slate. Remind everybody to, uh, if you give a rate and review on iTunes to the podcast, we would truly appreciate it. And also check out the uh, Line Star YouTube channel. You can watch all the fun stuff we do while we're recording the show. And uh, check that out. Give it the old subscribe and the thumbs up. We would truly appreciate it. Two more games on this slate. And uh, we only have totals. Oh, we do have Marcus Stroman versus Logan mm-hmm. Webb. Over under of eight. Stroman is 96 on DK. He's 86 on FanDuel. Logan Webb is 88 on DK and 76 on FanDuel. Um, yeah, I already kind of said it. I will have a lot of Logan Webb, and I think 76 on FanDuel is quite intriguing to me. I Absolutely. I, that is the way you put him in, and you can get your Whatever. Toronto and <laughs> Houston stack. Yep. That is filthy. Just the idea of being able to physically do a Toronto-Houston stack without sweating is um, pretty – FanDuel, man, soft. Soft. Very it soft. Is. But um, flip side, like I'm not going to use Stroman, but I respect them enough to probably not stack this game at all. Agreed. All right. Pittsburgh at L.A. To wrap things up here, Will Crow, David Price, over-under of nine. I'm just going to skip to the point here. Are you using either pitcher? Because I'm not. No, I want all the Dodgers yeah. hitters, though. Yes, against Will Crow, who is just – like I could do some bad dad jokes right now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not been good. So the Dodgers are very, very live for a late-night West Coast hammer. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Uh, Max Muncy, I could see. Um, let me find some stands in this one. Maybe Pellinger, belly bombs. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, that wraps up 15 games. Pretty cool slate, actually. I like I like when there's actually pitching and stacks. Not because we have so many one or the other slates. You can get some fun builds in this one for sure. Recapping things real quick. Who are some of your top pitchers on the slate? <sighs> top pitchers on the slate: Manoa, uh, Burns. Uh, Yanoa, <laughs> yep. uh, Webb, and Bassett, probably. Yeah, I like that. Like Burns, Bassett. I'll probably have some Wayno, like I mentioned. Um, Webb, Manoa, and then, yeah, that Yanoa price tag, especially on DK at 73, and then maybe Marquez, like we talked about. Yeah, Marquez, I was just going to add in. Yeah, have well, a little bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go overboard with him. No, 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 but. no, no. no. No, don't, just because it is Coors after all, like respect Coors type thing. <laughs> yeah. Anything can happen in Coors Field. Um, what stacks are you looking at tonight? I love the Dodgers, Toronto. I like Houston. Uh, for the cheaper guys, 
Uh, I like Detroit and say Cleveland. Yeah, I like that. I'm with you on the Toronto side of things. I think Tampa Bay can be another one against Maine's yes. super low owned potential there. Uh, you mentioned Detroit. I like that. Seattle, I'm still wavering on. I don't know if I need to force it on a 15 game slate, but um, Houston, that uh, Cleveland mini game, and then uh, definitely Dodgers. And I'll say it because you won't. Colorado is in play in this one. With that being said, the uh, the fun part that everyone waits for, listen to the end of the show for, is your home run calls today. But in order to get those, you have to follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app and at Linestar MLB. They tweet out all that great stuff for you, like the home runs, the news, the lineups, everything's there plus giveaways, all kinds of cool stuff. So you got to be following them on Twitter. And they tweet out the home run calls of the day. And uh, on this special edition, it'll be myself, Tyler, and Ryan Humphreys giving out our home run calls of the day. And if you retweet the home run call, three lucky people will be paired with each one of us to win some free swag. So on Tuesday, August 17th, Tyler, who is your home run call of the day? I'm going with Will Smith of the Dodgers. Sneaky. That is sneaky. I respect that because <laughs> sometimes I try not to go with the Captain Obvious picks, and Will Smith is not a Captain Obvious pick. So yep. I respect that in a big, big way. Um, I'm going to go to Toronto against Eric Fetty. I, I like to try to start the night off uh, quickly, and I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Boba Shett. Boba Shett going up I against like Eric Fetty. Let's go with that one. Hopefully get some free swag and bats. I like the Will Smith call because he's on fire right now. He's hitting well. Broken it, so I think that's a good one. I think it's a very good one. So we'll see what uh, Mr. Ryan Humphreys comes up with for our three-pack of home run calls today. And that'll wrap us up, Tyler. So it's been a pleasure. Two podcasts out of the last three with you. Uh, Any parting words for the listener, Line Star stuff, anything like that? Uh, You know, thanks for having me again. I am excited to do it. Like we talked last time, we have NFL coming up. You and Bogman are back for that. Uh, the other thing is we're starting to put out some promos and stuff for uh, NFL and getting ready. Today we put out a new one with Underdog um, where you get two months free if you are a new customer of them and deposit $10 and uh, play. And then they will actually give you a free $25 as well. So you can uh, do... You know, get one shot at the Millie Maker for uh, their best ball and then two uh, puppy drafts. Yep, they just opened up puppy number three with $200,000 up top. Like, mm-hmm. I try not to shill for all the companies, but now that they're working with us, I can talk about them. That's a phenomenal best ball product. That's all I have it, to say. It's it is. absolutely amazing. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a product that was before them that it's extinct now that I thought was a phenomenal best ball type product. Underdog basically took that enhanced that and now we have that product so yeah go, go i mean they it's the same company yeah i, I figured as much but i didn't know the same people i should say not yeah, the same that, company same it's people gr- it's great stuff so definitely mm-hmm. go check that out sign up uh give the old uh line star plug there and uh get get a free two months you're not gonna regret it football's just right around the corner but again tyler thanks thanks again and we will do this again some other time absolutely and i'll uh go ahead and put that link in the uh comment section right now all right perfect everybody you guys have a great evening uh we're back with you guys bogman will be back on tomorrow's episode but for now good luck on your tuesday this was the on deck mlb dfs podcast see you guys later see you guys thank you for listening to the line star app on deck podcast 
Download LineStar app from the App Store or go to LineStarApp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support Casey Bubba Bogman and the Welsh by rating and subscribing. Good luck!